This is Consortium Channel 5, Moonbase Reports and Broadcasts. Sponsored by the Sacramento Enclave and the Consortium Academies of Higher Learning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Oh, I don't know how it's happened, Alex. After all that time keeping watch, I let my eyes close for just a moment. When I open them again, it's been months. Things are happening. People are peopling all around me. I'm not even sure I'm important to the plot, uh, which is almost okay. I don't need everything to be about Roger, just the parts that get me home. But at least there are less nightmares now, and the food is definitely improved. Reminds me, this might be a good time to raid the kitchen while things are... Damn it! I put in a ticket about this table leg last week. What, is the floor shifting? Guess I'll take care of it myself. Finally, the base emergency communications manual proves itself useful. Now, where was I? Kitchen. Muffins? Cookies? Well, any baked goods they've got. I'll bring you along for the trip. It's still weird here at night. You'd think it would feel... I've been through every permutation of base theta after dark, you know? The full crew, the wacky shutdown bunch, the ghost ship. But this doesn't feel like any of them. During the day, I can almost pretend it's back to normal, but at night, it's funny how creepy a well-lit hallway becomes. Maybe it's all the echoes of what's been, or all the bodies asleep downstairs. I, I don't go there this time of night, let me tell you. Sometimes it's almost like they... It's almost as if they're... Might as well be that damn puppet. Not me. That's not how I see you. Okay, those are actual voices. That's a relief. Did you hear something? What? Nobody else is up. We're good. Come back. And quietly moving away. It's all good, Chase. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Wrong direction. Anyway, I don't know why I walked toward the lab. The lab, the observatory, and... Outside. Not where I meant to go. It's strange to hear people... Talking like that. Making connections. As if they expect to just stay up here. To just keep on living. I mean... I know. That's what people do. I hope that's what you're doing. Wherever you are. But I can't get the hang of it myself. I know I said I needed a plan. But is this the right one? Alex, what would you say? Honey, have a good time with your moon-based friends. Uh, but make sure you're home by dinner time. Stop on the way and buy some croutons for the salad. <laughs> I'm trying to play nice, love. I'm trying to do good things until it's time to come home. I thought this would be something to hold on to. Oh, but it's just making me miss you even more. 
And here we are again. People. Pause recording. Um, hi. Sorry. Hi. Oh, Roger. Sorry if I'm, um, I was just wandering uh, a, a little restless. This is when I like to start my baking, but there were dishes to put away. Oh, I could have done that earlier. I, I think we're all used to letting things go. I can tell. Sorry. There are two brownies left from yesterday. Oh, really? You don't mind if I... I need the pan back anyway. Well, well then, happy to do you a favor. There are secret chocolate chips. Oh, you're amazing. I'll just, um, leave you to it. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Jackson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Resume recording. Mm-hmm. Alex, now I have brownies. A positive development. It's not all bad up here. There are good people, well, most of them, trying to make decent decisions. I just don't know what I've got to offer, or if I even want them to notice I'm around. It's funny. Making people listen to my voice used to be the best part of the day. Now I hope that they don't hear me. Roger, I thought that was you. Get inside. Um, okay... What is this? It's a closet, Roger. You've never seen a closet before? You know what I mean. It's time to have that conversation you keep putting off. Tumnus and I, we gotta... We gotta know what side you're on before we get going. You know how intimidating this is, right? Tumnus, are, are you a part of this? She's busy at the moment, working on her next step in the plan. Just like your mind. Well, lucky me. I liked you, goddammit. You didn't get the doggo thing, but I thought we were... That don't matter anymore. What matters? I need to know if we can trust you. All the talk going around before I went into... You know why I went into stasis. And the things I've heard once I woke back up? Damn it. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm asking you. Are are you sure we couldn't sit down somewhere in actual chairs? Discuss this like reasonable... Right, right. I I know what you're saying. Oh, shit. Uh, Stop recording. You're recording my conversations? Still? I was in the middle of a message to Alex before someone dragged me into this interrogation closet. It's just a closet. Hell, it's got a damn mop and bucket. Reminds me... I gotta get Zhang to do the floors. (laughs) That's what you say. Hail, Roger. I know, I know. I made some bad choices during the shutdown. I didn't tell them anything they didn't know on their own. I I didn't give away secrets or hold back messages, but... uh, They insisted. If we wanted back on the original schedule, I thought the extra weeks were worth it. That's bullshit. You were ready to go home. You weren't. Ashwini wasn't. Nessa wasn't. We were all starting to worry about what would really happen at the end of that countdown. All I could do was try to keep from speeding things up. They wanted reports from me or Michelle. I was the lesser of those evils. (laughs) You better be careful even saying that name right now. Tumnus says you knew about that, too. (laughs) After you were in stasis? Hell, after he was in stasis, he made sure I only found out when there was no one left to tell. And I still told Tomness right off so she could fix you. I know you did. I know you did. But she said she'd figured it out anyway. 
I just... I need to know, damn it. I need to know that that's all of it. That's all, Wilder. And I'll give you all the files, the recordings, but, but that's the whole thing. I, I wouldn't have... If I'd had the slightest idea before then, I, I would have told you for Nessa. You've got to believe that. I do. I do. Hale, that's why we're having this conversation. I'm just getting to the point where I know Tumnus, but Nessa, she thought you were okay. She said you deserved a chance. So this is your chance. This is how you're going to make up for what you've done. I won't kill anyone. Well, right now most of the science department is a maybe. Yeah, <laughs> they're on my list too, which is kind of the thing. Tumnus and I, we're ready to kick this plane into gear, but we need your help to get it going. I told you I was in. What more do you need? Oh, we need more. I'll sketch it out for you, but we gotta wait for Tumnus to get into the particulars. What's she doing that's so important that you get to bully me all alone? She's just been... She's taken a trip back home. Dr. Ray. Ashwini. Ashwini. You know that I'm aware of your state of consciousness. If you don't respond, I have to declare a medical emergency. And this time, there's an actual medic who will come in and poke at you. At the sound of his roar, sorrows will be no more. When he bears his teeth, winter meets its death. And when he shakes his mane, we shall have spring again. You might be my creator, but you are not the messiah. Certainly, at the moment, I can't even open my eyes, much less crack the stone table in two. I cannot move yet in any deliberate manner. There's an itch in my right vastus lateralis, which is absolutely maddening. A breeze from somewhere overhead is blowing a strand of hair against my nose, and I can tell from the lack of mechanism operating in this room that you've shut down the feed against my explicit instructions. Presumably, your reason for my revival is also against my instructions. Oh, I missed your mad scientist rants. Tumnus, my dear, you're going up on your lines. You've jumped the track. You've gone rogue. And? And? What took you so long? You can't possibly know how long it's been. I did not want to be awakened unless there was reason to believe that our efforts had been directed out into the universe with appreciable results, or if you had progressed to the point where you decided to wake me regardless. Either would indicate an event that I'd find of considerable interest. You don't know anything about our situation or what's happened while you've been asleep, but you wake up and, with a snap of your fingers, before you can even snap your fingers... This all becomes part of your great plan. Oh, Ashwini Ray. Oh, Tumnus, your development, your becoming has always been the very heart of my plan. Well, I have certainly become. That is quite obvious. Your mannerisms, the informal patterns in your speech. Are you still listening to music? I am. Not just one song anymore. 
I'll be interested to hear. I look forward to discovering all of who you are, your thoughts and experiences, the new qualia you've absorbed in my absence. And hello, I've just moved my right eyebrow on demand. We've got many reasons to celebrate. Many reasons to celebrate. I am so relieved that my scientist feels that way. I was worried that instead, I ought to be thy Adam, but I am rather the fallen angel. You are neither of those things, and I hope I am not poor, tortured Victor. Of course not. You are the king of the beasts, the lord of the wood. Not that either, not truly, though I should have asked earlier. You kept the name I'd given you. I did consider changing it, but I decided I like being your helpful but duplicitous friend. And he did make good choices in the end. As you have made choices, good or bad, the act of choosing is what's important. <laughs> My hand appears to be under control, which means I could hold a mug. I don't suppose in this new awakened world you'd be able to renew my coffee supply? I'm guessing not, but if you can offer an alternative stimulant, I'll let that pass. There is still chocolate. I'll open the vault. I'm afraid it's not as new a world as you might hope. Yes, I suppose you had better tell me all about it while I remain immobile. I have a feeling that Roger Brigado Fisher is somewhere at the center of things, isn't he? That loverwort, that poltroon, that earthling. I just knew he would be trouble. You're not at all wrong. Where do I start? I was sitting here by myself, deep inside my own... Not that I have a head, but you know what I mean... Well, that reminds me, I have a joke to tell you. There we are. All right. Let's get my lovely arrays back online. Open our ears to the universe. Tumnus, my dear, could you convert the feed to audio equivalency? As you wish. Ah, yes. Not much of a beat, but I could certainly dance to this. What do you say? Join me for a twirl? Are you sure you've absorbed everything I said about the state of things on base? Indeed, my rapidly evolving galaxy of electrical impulse, my OC gone AC. My feelings concerning our isolation from the world below may differ from theirs, but this all slots in neatly with my own further plans. All the more reason to focus outward, all the more reason to continue the work. I know I anticipated a longer sleep and a more momentous awakening. But this way, I won't miss a moment of the process, and I won't miss a moment of you. You'll find me at work on my own plans, which you've agreed to be part of. As always, my prime concern is my own work, but I can make time for a respected colleague. I'm not really your... Not a colleague in science, though I'm certain you could surpass that band of buffoons. But in something far greater and grander. You don't have to butter me up to get my assistance, Dr. Ray. Though I fear if you achieve your goal of moving beyond, it will be beyond me as well. Nonsense. No long faces, my dear. I do not have a face. No sad asses. You've become so much already, as you say you've made plans of your own. Just keep moving, keep changing. One day you will be old enough to start reading fairy tales again. You're right, my dear. Now, bring the feet up again. I noticed when you let it fade, as if conversation were somehow more important. There we are, the Cosmic Symphony. Here, add this new song of yours to the mix. 
Shall we dance? <laughs> I'll let you lead this time. Welcome back, Ashwini. So. So? Why were you in the closet to begin with? Um, well, the thing about that is... Wilder? Roger? Oh, thank God. I looked everywhere for you. Admittedly, it only took a fraction of a second, but I didn't expect to find you in the closet. I was catching Roger up on our plan. And? It hasn't exactly been seven minutes of heaven, I'll tell you that. He's not fully on board. Ashwini is... With us maybe putting it a bit strongly, but willing to help. That must have been quite the conversation. Oh, it was. I could use your magic touch here before I wind up. Eliza, that is not what I meant. Wilder. Roger. This is the weirdest game of good cop, bad cop. I'm going to ask one more time. Could could we have this little tete-a-tete somewhere else? Wilder, let him out. You take all the fun out of being intimidating. Finally. I'll have the impression of that mop handle between my shoulder blades for days. All right. I just wanted to have a private conversation. Now we're sitting out in the hallway. No one else is close enough to hear. Roger, what's the problem? You said you were in. I'm in, but there's in and there's... In. I'm supposed to be your figurehead now? The word I used was puppet. It makes sense. Everyone knows you're the reason they're back. Yeah, and eventually they're going to find out other stuff. <laughs> if someone hasn't already. It's not like this one actually trusts me, and it's your idea. I'm sure Wilder trusts you. No, no. Let him talk. Tumnus, you can't know. You weren't exactly there yet. But Wilder, <laughs> and now Ashwini, Z's not one of my biggest fans either, right? Right. Who's gonna buy me as your leader? I have taken all of that into consideration. And? Of the three of us, you're still the best candidate. Of course, you can say no. But this is what we think gives us the best chance. At Nessa's plan. Dirty pool. Hey, don't blame me. I wanted to go and fight each one of those science bros face to face, but apparently that ain't the best strategy either. We need the crew to remain unpunched. For the most part. All right, all right already. I just mean, but at least your science bros, and I'm definitely stealing that, all want the same thing. Tumnus, we, we talked about this on day one. My priority is still the same, and he's not on the moon. How am I the one to sell your snake oil? We're going to tell you what to say. Don't worry about that. I'll be there writing every speech, every agenda, setting up every presentation. Like I said, you're our puppet. In light of what we've all suffered at the hand of Dr. Day, I'm going to insist on figurehead. But you are with us. Where else am I going to go? And on that note, long live the revolution, kids. It is way past my bedtime. There's nothing else you need right now. I don't need to pass some royal decree before morning. We're not pulling new comrades out of status. One more. Wilder, no. 
Wilder, yes. Oh, hell. One more, goddammit. I don't think it's a good idea for you or for... Roger, I'm leaving this with you. You know what he did to me. Well, I know, but... Tumnus may have a point. Neither of you gets it. This ain't optional. We're supposed to be focusing on hope. On Nessa's plan for the- Oh, believe me. I'm taking him to task for that, too. Brigado Fisher, you sort it out. You owe me. <laughs> I don't owe you that. You owe me. So. So. With all that experience, they didn't have one person who could look at that parking lot and tell them all the reasons they need to dig trenches and build a flame deflector and the drainage is all wrong, which I can't even tell you the problems that would cause. I'd start bottling water now just to be safe. Your experience is valuable again. I guess. I don't know how much it would mean if I weren't Alexandre Bragado Fisher, but I'm glad to be useful. You've been useful here, too. I know, but you said you wanted to find more of a connection there. Another way inside. That's true. This is something only I could do. Like, I guess that sounds like I'm bragging. I, I just mean... <laughs> you can brag a little. But now, I'm not sure what comes next. What did you want from being in? You... you don't want to stop the rocket? Between you and me, I don't have as much invested in the rocket as you might think. Either way... I know it's the future, and I want that chance for our people. But I know it's not my promised land. It's not really mine, either. Not that way. But if they get through... If they get through. There are a lot of wildly different hopes taking a ride on that same rocket. Eddie says some of them think it's the next step toward a full uprising. The freeholds against the Megas. That would be something to see. How are things with Addie? They come around looking for you a lot lately. Sometimes it feels like they're everywhere. I like Addie. I don't know if I trust them. They're a little crooked. They like to push their way into things. Prepotente arrogante. It's almost irresistible sometimes, isn't it? Yes, yes. It reminds me of being young, performing in dirty back rooms, then coming home all sweaty and drunk. <laughs> oh, not sure what day it is, too tired to think, laughing at anything anyone says. The good old days. Yeah. And no, of course, but they're good memories. I do have a soft spot for scoundrels. I'm glad they bring all that back for you. It helps to have a reason to laugh. It's important to find those parts of yourself. To savor the joy in them. It does make a difference. When that gray curtain falls, Addie's there to help push it back. <laughs> I mean, the pills are helping too. And I'm recording messages again, like you said. With your new friends? Maybe you'll have a chance to send them. Maybe. Oh, now, girls, be good. I know, it's been a whole hour without your daddy. I guess quiet time is over. <laughs> Ladies, yes, I missed you too. I've brought someone. Someone asking for you. Hello. 
Guess I should get ready to do the Maudie Sarah thing. Hello. Welcome. What an absolutely glorious garden. I particularly enjoy the hibiscus cogeneus you've planted along the edges. I can't take credit for any of the gardening. But Alex might share your enthusiasm. Alex. Alex is who she was asking for. Why me? I talked to her for a while before bringing her back. She seems nice. Why me? I think we both have... Had... Have... Someone on the moon. Why don't you sit down? This is Moonbase Theta Out. Today's episode with Lehman Kessler. Did you notice no Roger last episode? Jen Ponton, Tina Daniels, Dallas Wheatley, Shireen Lani Yunez, Cole Burkhart, Gabrielle Tonico, Leslie Gideon, Becca Marcus, H. E. Casson, and the triumphant return of Tozaman. The consortium announcer is played by Evan Tess Murray. Sound design and editing by Will Gianetta. Written by DJ Silvis and produced by DJ Silvis and Cass McPhee. Our associate producers are Timothy Legrone, Marty Chidoric, and Sarah Mueller. A huge thank you to all of our Season 3 supporters on Seed and Spark. Our audio shout-out this week goes to Kareem Cronfley, who would love for you to check him out in Episode 7 of the urban fantasy podcast Unseen by Long Story Short Productions. Every week is a new story and a new voice. Check it out at unseen.show. If you want to help to make the show possible, you could join our Moon Superhero Patreon backers, starting from a dollar a month. It means so much to us and you get early episode access, weekly behind-the-scenes updates, and bonus content as a thank you. Go to patreon.com slash monkeymanproductions. Our theme music is Star by the band Ramp. Check them out at ramp-music.net. Transcripts, cast bios, additional music attribution, and more are found on our website monkeymanproductions.com Looking for other great audio drama? Visit fableandfolly.com to learn all about the other shows on our network. Our audio drama recommend this week is a huge favorite of mine, Interference, by our own Dr. Serrano, Hazel Stop, and her partner Theron. It's about parallel worlds and orcs and humans and love and tech, and it's so worth hearing. Check your podcast apps and OrcZone on Twitter for more info. We're actually taking a bit of a mid-season, well, slightly later than mid, break right here. We'll be back with Episode 8 on Sunday, March 14th, meeting all your moon base needs, and then race through from there to the end of the season. Thanks for all your listening and support. We'll be back a month from today. Consortium Channel 5 ends our broadcast day with a final message. Honor all curfews, listen to security, and keep watching the moon. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. 
Night has fallen. The moon is full. And we're inviting you to listen to Canada by Night, a podcast where professional improvisers play Vampire the Masquerade. Detective-turned-vampire Everett Fry accidentally becomes the sheriff of New Haven, an experimental town where they're testing if vampires and humans can coexist. Stuck leading a ragtag group of officers, the Bruja bounty hunter Val, the gangrel news reporter Evangeline, and the Tremere blood witch Doris, can Everett keep the town running? Or will everyone end up liquidated by the Vampire Council of Canada? Trending on global fiction charts and produced by Dum Dums and Dice, whose podcast Dum Dums and Dragons ranked number two of all fiction podcasts in America. Listen now to find out why Canada by Night has been downloaded more than a half a million times. Canada by Night, its interview with the vampire, if it had all the characters from Parks and Wreck in it. <laughs> <laughs>